Welcome to Behind the Black Curtain, an inspiring podcast that follows the story of Nikki Rowland's incredible journey. Join Nikki as she inspires other single women and single moms to be courageous and continue to persevere through their own life journey. Together, we will learn from Nikki's success and struggles as we create a tribe of women committed to finding freedom from their past, purpose in their present, and unlocking the potential for the future. Welcome to Behind the Black Curtain. Hey babes, welcome back to Behind the Black Curtain, a podcast where I share my personal stories, lessons, and journey of self-discovery with you guys in hopes that it inspires, empowers, and enlightens new thought process for you guys with your own personal unique journey. I am your host, Nikki Rowland, and today I'm going to share my story about my religious background with you guys and the current journey of exploring different beliefs that I'm on. So let's go back to my childhood. I grew up in a home where my parents practiced being Seventh-day Adventists, and when I say practice, this was not something that was consistent. This was something that was sporadic, and so we would go through, I don't know, weeks, months where we were not practicing it, and then... I don't know, something would spark up in my parents where they're deciding like, okay, we need to get back on this again. And practicing it looked like we kept the Sabbath. So keeping the Sabbath is when from sunset on Friday to sunset on Saturday, there is no work to be done. So any work that you have to do, you're going to do it before sunset. And in our home, we weren't allowed to really do anything fun. We had to stay inside. We weren't allowed to go outside and play. We had to, if we were going to watch TV, the only thing that we could watch were like religious cartoons, nothing outside of that. I remember my brother getting a whooping once because I don't know. I think he was watching like a regular cartoon or something like that. They were very strict with it. It was either religious cartoons for us and they were watching like sermons on TV. And um, I think we had like little kids Bibles, but that was basically it. And we would do that from sunset Friday to sunset Saturday. Now, if you can imagine as a child, how much that probably felt like torture. It was not fun for us. It was not something that we look forward to. And I don't remember them taking the time to really teach us about God besides the fact of God is real. You need to believe that. And that was, I feel like the basis of it. (laughs) So that's what we were taught. And that's what we grew up believing. Now, if you ask me what the seventh day Adventist religion is truly about, I couldn't really tell you. Um, besides keeping a Sabbath day, again, how my parents taught us. And we also went to church on Saturdays as well. Those aspects of it and the fact that they don't, they don't eat pork, that was it. But when they were not practicing that, they were eating pork. <laughs> so it was just like, I don't know, it was sporadic. But when I was a child, I wasn't thinking about the fact that they were inconsistent with what they're saying they believe in. I just knew that when they decided to jump on it and follow that path again, it just was not fun for us. And it just felt more so like a punishment. So I just felt like when I grow up, I'm not going to be doing this. Now let's fast forward to my teenage years where we are now living in Miami and we go from Seventh Day Adventist to we're going to like a Methodist church. And at some point we are going to a Baptist church and we spent so much time in church when I say we, I'm talking about me and my siblings. So we would be a part of like the youth group. And then we would have to go like on a Wednesday for Bible study. And at some point we're at the church again to help clean up the church. And it just felt like it was church, church, church all week, um, which there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you love and 
you feel like it's fulfilling in your life. But in all honesty, as a teenager, it just wasn't fun for me. I didn't want to be at church all the time. I felt like I had no free time out of school, outside of school or very limited because we were being forced to be in the church. Now, my mom says that she grew up that way and she absolutely loved it and enjoyed it. That is not what we got from it. <laughs> we were not excited about it. And because of that, I had made a vow to myself that once I became an adult and I lived on my own, that I would not be going to church anymore because I had enough enough church for a lifetime. And before I, I go into my adult years and my beliefs and how I practice my religion, I want to also let you guys know that I remember at one point as a little girl, I had asked my mom about God and I asked her like, where did God come from? And it was like blasphemy the way she reacted. It was like, don't you ever ask that question again. You don't question God. And I'm like, I wasn't questioning whether he was real. I just wanted to know where he came from. I wanted to know how he got here before everybody else. And it's it's funny to me when I think about it now because I have my youngest child that asks me the same question. And as adults, we realize like that is just something that a child will ask. ask. You know, a child is being curious. They don't know. Heck, even as adults, we're still like, we don't know. And so, but yeah, it was like blasphemy. So that moment had taught me that you don't question anything when that they're teaching you about God. You just believe what they're teaching you. And if you ask any question, you're going against God. And I felt like that meant that I would be punished by God. And so that was my life. I followed what I was being taught. Whether it was right or wrong, I don't know. But that took me on the route or the direction I went on when it came to my relationship with God. Now, as a young, young little girl, I remember feeling, I just remember being in a space where I felt like God wanted me to, God wanted to do something with me, right? And whatever that something was, I just knew I didn't want to do it. And the reason I didn't want to do it is because I wanted to fit in I wanted to rebel against the sense of being different or standing out because of my beliefs. I wanted to blend in with all the other kids my age and not necessarily saying that I wanted to be bad or be in the streets doing crazy stuff, but I just wanted to be able to be free and do me without thinking about consequences. And I just, it's like, I always knew that I could not do that. Like I, I couldn't, I would be that person to get caught every time. But I remember just feeling like, I don't, I don't, don't pick me, God. And I felt like God was choosing me and staying true to my words. I grew up, I did not go to church for years, but I still prayed. I still talked to God because I still believe that God is real. And I still believe God is real, even though I am questioning things and I am now digging into other people's religious beliefs and trying to figure out why they believe the way that they do. I still believe that there is a God. I don't pray to the universe. I believe there's a God that created the universe. So I'm going to pray to the creator. But there's so much that I'm now questioning. And even when it comes to the Bible and what I was told and taught about the Bible, like I am now digging to find out the truth for myself. When I look at the different re religions out there, one thing that I'm realizing is that the ones that I've checked out so far, dipped and dabbled in to see you know, what their beliefs are. People are all pulling from the Bible. It's just that everybody's not pulling from the entire Bible or the same parts of the Bible. And so my thing now is I want to know why you 
decided to focus on this part of the Bible or why you don't believe that part because it's like people are picking and choosing and I want to know why and I'm not saying that they're wrong at all I am not saying that they're wrong at all because again I am questioning everything at this point it's a journey that I'm on and why am I questioning everything I am questioning everything because of just where my life has been not even just this past year this past year was crazy right but when I think about my life as a whole and the fact that I've had a relationship with God all of these years and the blessings and the fruit that people are saying you get when you follow Christ, um, I don't truly see it in my life. I see just enough to get me by, but I don't see an abundance. And I'm not saying that I'm expected to live in a certain lifestyle that is extravagant because I am a believer. But what I am saying is that the peace and the tranquility and the, the overflowing of love and so on that um, I hear people speak of, I'm, I don't, I have not truly experienced that in my life yet. And I want to experience that side of it. I've experienced the trials and the tribulations, the, the spiritual warfare time and time again. And I don't believe that we have to leave this earth before we actually get to really experience some level of peace in our lives or before we actually get to enjoy some level, some part of our life. I don't believe that. So to me, something is wrong here. Something is off. And that's where I started questioning things like, okay, I had a conversation with my friend and I said to her, I... I cannot say that God has, does not bless me. God has blessed me. But I honestly feel like my blessings come in just enough, just enough to get me by, right? What that overflow is, I don't know. What the overflow is that I hear other Christians talk about, I don't personally know. So then now I start to sit back and think, okay, so then why, what are you really believing for? Where is your belief system coming from and why are you holding on to it? And that's what took me on this journey to start questioning any and everything <laughs> and so here we are now I when I said that I believe in God I believe in God because I have personally had experiences in my life where I've prayed to God I've called out to Jesus and it only could be God that brought me through right so situations like that is where I was like you cannot tell me there is not a God that's how I personally know. Now, when it comes to what I was taught about the Bible or Christianity and so on and so forth, that's where I start questioning things. And now I want to learn from myself. Over the past few years, I've gotten closer to God, especially with the crazy experiences that I've gone through. And it forced me to start picking up my Bible and starting to read things for myself. But even still... It's not enough, not the way that I pick it up. Depending on what the situation is, I'm talking to God about it and then I will pick up the Bible when I open it, it always takes me to a scripture that helps me through that time. But when I started doing my research and I found out that not all Christians believe in Jesus, huh? that's where I was like, yo, okay, what's really going on here, right? So how are we all Christians, but we have different beliefs, right? How are we all Christians, but we choose different parts of the Bible that we want to believe in? And if you don't believe in a part that I believe in, or I was taught, I want to know why, like, what did you learn that made you side eye that, you know what I'm saying? I'm just open to everything, but I'm also learning to hold on to my discernment, hold on to the wisdom wisdom that I have. And although I'm being open to learning and expanding my knowledge, 
It doesn't mean that I need to throw away everything and just believe everything that I'm hearing as well. One of the things that I'm afraid of is being called woke. I will never call myself <laughs> someone that is woke. I run from that term because in all honesty, every time, not every time, but majority of the time when somebody is self-proclaiming themselves as being woke some of the things that they're saying to me is like bruh like do you hear what you're saying like you're contradicting your own self but because you're wanting to sound deep you're sticking to this narrative and I don't want to be one of those people I want to learn but still keep my discernment so I am looking into different religions like the Muslims and the Hebrew Israelites and the Catholics and I'm I'm just going to go on this journey and I want to learn. I want to I want to know what everyone's thoughts are and what they were taught and why they believe what they believe as well. And as I continue to dig deeper into the Bible and learn more for myself, my prayer right now every day is God show me who you are. That is my prayer every day. Show me who you are. And I believe I'm going to get that answer because what I've been taught um, and a lot of it could be too with what I've seen growing up and how what people are saying they believe in is not matching up with their behavior. And so that may be something that has me <laughs> thrown off as well, right? Or they their limiting beliefs don't match up with what they're saying they believe when it comes to the Bible. Or man, I've seen witchcraft. <laughs> I've seen witchcraft done by people that claim to have grown up in the church and read the Bible every day to this day. So it's just a whole lot of stuff that I'm seeing that's not making sense. But I'm also seeing these same people continue to move ahead in life, right? And again, we don't know what's behind everyone's black curtain. There's a lot that people hide that we don't know. We a lot of times just see the pretty pictures, but there's certain things where I'm just like, um, this ain't adding up here. One thing I know about this process is that when you start to question and you start to look outside of what you were taught, um, you can get side-eyed and you may get ridiculed because people are like, what is wrong with you? Like, how can you go against what you were taught? And if you are someone that's been questioning things yourself, I want to encourage you to dig deeper. I want to encourage you to ask the questions, dig deeper for understanding, look at the different religions and figure it out for yourself and say that same prayer. God, show me who you are. I don't want to know what man is telling me anymore. I need to know like who you are for me in my life. How do you want me to show up in this world? How do I get back? How do I get on the right path? Because I feel like I've been on the wrong. I feel like I've been on the wrong path for a very, very long time. So I just wanna emphasize the importance of personal exploration and critical thinking and finding your own truth and your own beliefs. And you don't even have to announce it to the world if this is what you wanna do. Just go on a journey by yourself. I have a friend that we talk about this all the time and she's on her journey as well. But if you don't have someone that you feel like you can talk to that won't judge you, then it just, do it on your own. The world doesn't have to know. I don't really care who judged me. <laughs> Obviously, you guys know that. I'm over here sharing all kinds of life stories with you guys. So I don't really care, but I want to encourage you to dig deeper and learn more for yourself. Question all the things. Question everyone. 
Um, so that is pretty much it for today's episode. But before I go, I also want to let you guys know that going through this journey this past year, I've done a lot of self-discovery and exploring and I decided to come up with a journal for you guys. It's mainly for women. Sorry, guys. But I came up with a journal so that you can do your own personal growth and soul searching. And so with this journal, I did intertwine daily quotes and scriptures that go back and forth. And there's ample space to write write out your thoughts and what you're getting from these quotes and these scriptures. There's also a daily page for you to do your personal insight. Now with the scriptures, because I want you to go on your own journey and not just go off of what you're being fed, I basically just told you what the scripture was. So basically told you where to go in the Bible to find it, but I did not tell you what it said because I want you to go look for it yourself and I want you to read it. I want you to read the the verse before it, the verse after it and see what you personally get from it and not what your pastor or your whoever your leader is has told you. I want you to dig deeper, see what you get from it yourself. There's questions that I ask you to have you go deeper. The journal is called Diamond Mindset and it is now available on Amazon. So if you'd like to purchase a copy of my journal, you can find it on Amazon. I'm going to leave a link in the story notes for your convenience. And I just invite you guys to share your experiences and your thoughts on today's episode with me as well. You can always hit me up on Instagram through the DM. You guys know I always... I pretty much always respond back. Sometimes it might take me a couple days, but I will get back to you guys for sure. But I would love if you guys would support me with this process, especially with this journal. Not only would it support me and my personal growth, but it will help support the growth of this podcast as well. That is it for today's episode. Of course, I cannot leave you guys without giving you a scripture. And today's scripture is from Ecclesiastes 3.11. And it says, he has made everything beautiful in its time he has also set eternity in the human heart yet no one can fathom what god has done from beginning to end that is it be blessed y'all